Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. With me is our Lead Pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, and we are in the creative studio today yes with uh some of our guys john and eli who are they're currently working actually uh because amc is right around the corner literally figuratively and kind of literally literally upon us yeah like uh we're in all-out go mode i mean there's interns everywhere in the office today we have shout out to ashley ladd Shout out to Eli Fitch. Shout out to Charity Billbrook. Uh, and then uh, all hands on deck. All staff is here. Um, so, And then people that don't have cool titles like that um, are here. And then some of our just everybody. Everybody's here. It's all hands on deck. It's crazy. Crazy season right now. It's nutso. And we just came off a dope host team party last night. So shout out to anyone on the host team. Yes, Greeters, sir. ushers, security. Dream team, serve team, connect team, prayer team, prayer team, um, mm-hmm. parking, park. Well, well yeah, yeah. yeah, greeters, greeters. So, yeah. uh, we t- we say that because we're merging two teams. Yeah, so yeah. We, <laughs> not that we don't care yeah, about no, the parking. No, we don't care about the parking. Mm-hmm. No, we're merging that into greeters. So technically, it falls under that category. But it was a good time. Had a lot of fun last night. Lots of fun. So, and we got another one tonight. Ayo, with our kids teams. All of our kids. So all of our kids' teams, elementary, preschool, Haven, nursery, um, and just going to be a check time. In. And check-in. It's a new, new team. team. New Shout team. out to Cheryl. Boom. Going into AMC, man, there's so many things changing, uh, so many things changing, so many big things happening. and um, So, yeah, good times. It was our last Sunday. Last Sunday in DeSoto. Mm-hmm. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Cue that track. Hello, darkness, my old <laughs> yeah so. the disturbed version <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hello you know, darkness yeah yeah who's the original i don't know john you should know that simon garfunkel that's right oh, john yeah. you knew that wow good job john man how did you know that you know things wow. simon garfunkel yeah so good stuff wow Yes. The disturbed version is better than Garfunkel's, but um, what do I know? Yeah. So good times, good times, good times. Yeah. So anyhow, it was a good Sunday. I'm really looking forward to being in the AMC theater, man. Great part of town. Lots happening. Lots happening. You know, uh, it's going to be a cool, it's a cool vibe. Our team's excited. It's good stuff. It is, man. And so we've got uh, some stuff popping off, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. And with all that said, you know, we're coming off a, a cool Sunday. It last Sunday in DeSoto, bittersweet for some of us, just sweet for some of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Justin has any bitter sweetness. Not not a one. Not a one. Yeah, ready to go. Ready to ready go. Ready to go. So And you know, not to we're not going to talk too much about it, but but what a lot of people don't really put a part of our church is we've had troubles, you know, Lots with, of with things like little leaks and things we can't fix and or uh, big leaks. I, well, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, we've we you know we've had problems. It's an older building, and yeah. with an older building, it comes with problems. Yep, exactly. And uh, that that made that made our Sundays challenging sometimes. Um, you know, so 
that's kind of why we say it's, it's just sweet. We're, yeah. we're, we're no longer under that. Now, if we find a leak, uh, we tell AMC and, <laughs> and they fix it. Yeah. Uh, so no more having no more grass to cut, no more Ayo. cleaning bathrooms, all that stuff. You know, it's all part of the deal. So, which, well. which, if someone wants to come on staff in ministry, I may still have them clean some bathrooms a few times. Well, that's a good ministry. Yeah, you got to learn ministry that's training. Stack, <laughs> stacking chairs and stacking cleaning chairs. stuff. Yeah, called the ministry. You don't even stack chairs. Anyway, so yeah. yeah, we're coming off a coming off a dope Sunday, man. Lots of fun, lots of energy. There's a lot of positive vibes, and and uh, you know, as always. One of the cultures of TC is, um, or part of the culture code is that, uh, you know, we love what we love because we love him, you know, and our passion drives our pursuit. And so, man, if the Lord is taking us to AMC, then man, we're going to go. But one of the things like you can do something, but still do it reluctantly. You can do something and still do it hesitantly. Um, and I think in this situation, we're doing something, but there's a lot of joy. There's a lot of, uh, you know, happiness. There's a lot of peace. Uh, there's a lot of energy in the environment where we're talking about doing this. So man, we're pretty amped up. It's going to be a good time. So real good. And uh so if you're in the Pensacola area and you do not have a home church, yeah. Come check us out at the AMC on Bayou Boulevard. I'm behind yeah, Buffalo AMC, Wild Wings. AMC on Bayou. It's gonna be fun, man. And uh so that was, you know, our last Sunday for the Imagine series was all kind of jumping off on um man, just where we're going and trying to encourage people with the, with, you know, where God is taking us and what he's doing in our hearts and, and through this church and, and what, it, what being on board, kind of what it means. And yeah, man, we're just where we're going even. Um, so we, we were excited to kind of jump full force on that Sunday. And this, the, the message Sunday was pretty simple. Um, you know, it wasn't like super complex, didn't have a lot of depth to it, pulled a story out of numbers um, where Caleb and some of the spies go, or where some of the spies go into uh, Canaan, where Moses sent them in to check out the land that they were promised, and they come back with a negative report, and all of them come back talking negative. No way we can do it. Mm. No way we can defeat the giants. They're all huge. We'll seem like grasshoppers. Um, and you know, when God promises you something, you have to see God bigger then you see the problems that are in front of you. It's good. You know, you got to see, you know, I don't need, I I don't just need a solution to my problems. I need a God that's bigger than my problems. Isn't there an old uh, Christian cliche that says something like that? Like, yeah, don't worry. Don't, don't look at how big your problem is. Tell your problem how big your God is. There it is. Something like that. Something like that. Gotta love a good Christian cliche. Good t-shirt. So, (laughs) So yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, we kind of hinged off of that story on Sunday. So the, the spies come back to Moses and they're saying, there's no way we can do it. Everything was great. The, the land flows with milk and honey. There's giant fruit. I mean, everything looks great. There's just no way we could take it. We're not strong enough. Um, and Caleb speaks up and is like, what are y'all talking about? Like this land was promised to us. Let's go take it. Um, and, and I think, man, there's something to that, bro, because, they had already seen, like, they had already seen the Red Sea part. They walk across on dry land. Then it closes up on their enemies. Like, they've already seen themselves be delivered from Pharaoh. There's, they've already seen like all the things that come. So they've already seen miracle after miracle after miracle. But then, when it comes to this need, they lose faith. And uh, man, I think that might be a might be a small testament to the way some of us think sometimes. Where it's like, man, I've seen him come through here and here and here and here, but I just don't know if he's going to do it this time. 
Yeah. It's like, well, certainly it certainly would seem so. <laughs> He's yeah. faithful, you know. That's um, good. Yeah. So we kind of find ourselves in in some of those situations, but man, the Lord remains faithful and he comes through, which is, you know, every time, every time. So, uh, we talked about the three, the three steps to that, uh, the three steps to that. Um, and so the first one is life, you know, and that Jesus comes into our world, not to give us things, but to give us a new life. And oftentimes we find ourselves looking for more things than we're looking for him. You know, I don't necessarily want God. I just want what God can give me. This. And been there. And that's that's not that's not the gospel. That's mm. not Mm-mm. what God wants to do in our life. He wants to give us a new start, a new beginning, a fresh life. He wants to start things over for us. You know, Second Corinthians five seventeen, the old has passed away, the new has come. Um, and so he wants to give us new life in Christ, not just a bettered life. Not a altered life, but a new one um, where he picks our destination. He picks our destiny. He encompasses us and gives us purpose. Uh, and we walk out that journey with him and see him do amazing things. So, yeah. Word so up. It's all about, all about new life. Um, and then we talked about faith, right? We talked about having faith in God. And we did a, did a little lean some lean lean with it rock with it <laughs> yeah to elaborate you can't just say we did some lean <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so we did an analogy there you go where i uh, pulled a guy up on stage you can go watch the whole sermon from sunday um i'm sure it's on all of our links at this point youtube and all that good stuff but um we pulled, pulled someone up on stage and and we talked about proverbs 3 where it says lean not on your own understanding and when you're walking in faith it means leaning on a different understanding than your own, right? And so it says, lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And so uh, we were showing them when we're walking with the Lord and we come across situations, we have two options. We can either fall flat on our face by trying, trying to see and make adjustments on our own and trying to take control of our life will always end up with us flat on our face. But if we'll lean into the arms of Jesus, like his understanding outweighs ours every time. His wisdom goes beyond ours every time. And so we kind of, we were talking about that. And I pulled a guy up on stage and had him do a trust fall. You know, I was playing God. He had the trust fall in my arms. And you have to hope a little bit. And sometimes that can be difficult. It can be difficult to not know you know, like, God, I know you've been there every other time, but this one's still scary. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. That's a big one. So then, so there's this level of faith. Um, and then the last one was action. You know? So uh, we've, we, we have action. We put action to our faith. It's one thing to have a new life in Jesus. It's another thing to have a new life in Jesus and have faith in what God can do. It's another thing to say, because I have a new life in Jesus, because I have faith in who God is, now I'm going to put some action to my life. I'm going to start living out a purpose, walking out this destiny, you know what I'm saying? Pursuing what God has for me, making a difference in people's lives, putting action to all those other things. You know, that's almost, that's almost the key where a lot of, I think a lot of us as Christians miss that part. Yeah. You know, and whether it's on their own or not a, not a clear defined process or they don't, you know, maybe they don't study it enough or, you know, yeah, it's like, um, you know, we have purpose, but it's like the whole idea of, of good fruit. Yeah. You know, like you can be saved and go to heaven. Yeah. Should that alone should prompt you to want to 
Yeah. You know, I yeah. got to do something. I got to do something with this for others at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think it's also, and it's one of the things we even talked about Sunday, you know, a new life is all God's part. None, none of mine. Faith is 50% God's part, 50% mine, you know, but action is all my part. It's all up to me. What I do with this new life and what I do with this faith, that really sits, that's, that's the ball's in my court now. Like, what are you going to do with it? And I think that's why so few people start moving with action towards the calling that God has for them, towards the purpose and the destiny that God has for them is because it really all about God saying like, no, 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 I've given you all you need. Now you go. And everyone's like, oh, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. And then it, or, or, you know, the the other side of that coin is that sometimes that bec- some people do so much that it's like they're yeah. trying to keep this standing with God or mm. it's self, self-righteousness self or I did more than oh, you. Snap. And I, maybe that's always not intentional, but that can turn to the mindset. Sure. Um, you know, I, I did all these, I did all these things. Yeah. 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 Know? Yeah. Um, which totally. is, da- which is dangerous and not and scriptural yeah, yeah, yeah. either. Um, so you got to watch, you got to yeah. just know both sides. So true. So true. Cause you got to do, you have to do something. Yeah. But the doing is, is not, um, what sustains it you know? yeah yeah totally no that's that's so true man that's the hard part right is it's like knowing what you should be doing or could be doing and then knowing what you know like that could be difficult so you find yourselves in that place quite a bit sometimes so and then or, or get lost in what you're doing and forget why you do it oh that's the danger oh, for like people oh, in, in ministry say it the what over the why yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah you're so caught up in what we we're doing or how it has to be done you know, there are stuff that has to be done that you you sometimes forget. Well, it's that's easy what, to. I'll say so you sometimes. It's easy to forget why. Yeah, no, you get so caught up in the what. You know, I mean, we were talking about this the other day at the party, um, at my house. We had a party at my house, and and uh, I was sitting with some of our coaches, and you know, I was telling them, you know, I lo- I always love ministry. I've never not loved ministry, but there's something about this season that's particularly more fun than seasons in the past, like. This is what ministry should always feel like, you know, but, well, I know, but the difference really is what we do with each season that we're given. The circumstances haven't changed that. I mean, we changed the location, but man, it's, it's about the energy and it's not AMC that's making it more fun. It's having everyone in the right seat on the bus. It's letting everyone use their gifting to the extent that God has gifted them. It's, it's watching people flow. It's training leaders. It's releasing and empowering people to do what they're gifted to do. It's watching people fulfill the purpose that God put in them and truly saying like, wow, they were really made for this, you know? And that's huge. It, it is. What a novel. What a, what, what a concept. What a concept. <laughs> But it is. It, it really yeah. works. It creates this, like you say, almost like a, a buzz, a buzz, a vibe. Yeah. I don't, you know, but everyone's just excited, and everyone, because everyone, I think, is realizing, you know, I, I, I have to play a part in this, and right. I do. I can. I matter. Yeah. You know. Um, Even the messages we're getting right now on Facebook and stuff. Like, yeah, it's crazy. How did how did I how did how did I live before this? Like what this is what li- this is what a life worth living feels like. It's like man, that's so encouraging to yeah. hear. Sure is. You know, people are finding the life that they were meant to live on their dream team, not in their job, not in their family, not in any of those things. Which there's nothing wrong with those things, but they're they're finding it in the house of God. Like they're finding it at our church, and they're getting plugged into it. And there's something powerful about that and i can't wait to get some of the testimonies well, on film well it goes a step further when you really think about it 
you know, like we were talking in staff meeting today about this one girl. Yeah. She's been coming for a while. Um, and yeah, she got say, she got say, what I'm getting at is all the, the things aren't happening in the service. Right. Which is cool because obviously there's something important about church services. Right. Um, that was the, that was the open door. That was the open door. Girl right. came, you know, saved and all that, but she's really started experiencing what God has for her say now. That. You know, with that, with the aspect of community and other people, and you're not alone. Say that and, louder in the back. Uh, yeah, for the people in the back. <laughs> and and all those things, like, and and that's why the process is important. Yeah, you know, that's why it can't just, uh, you know, sh- salvation is all you need for heaven, but we're still a a, a calling and a job while we're here. Yeah. You know, that's why Sunday services for us are only twenty five percent of the equation for a fully devoted follower. Say you know, that. because. It, she was only experiencing twenty five percent of the full of the full potential, you know. Yeah. Was coming every Sunday, every Sunday just, for six months, but just sat down. Yeah, and and now she's really understanding that, man, and, and that's cool to see. Yeah, you know, so she she discovered her purpose and is now making yeah, a difference. Using, yeah, yeah, the life change that's come through that, and that's what I say, man. It, like, if, that, and it and that was just not happening in a service is testament to a church isn't a service. Yeah necessarily yep. and it's definitely not a building listen folks nobody needs more church in their life you may you may need more coming jesus in, coming in hot <laughs> this is the lead pastor All right, coming now, come, in hot. come to church what i'm saying is more church isn't going to solve your problems more church isn't going to fix your marriage more church isn't going to break your addiction more church isn't going to build your community more church church services aren't going to do that i was about to say something but i held my tongue <laughs> Listen, especially if it, I will say it, just go and say it. We're coming in hot, might as well coming just in come in hot. Land it, especially if the church you you, you uh, especially if it's an unhealthy or dysfunctional. Well, then there's that part, ladies and so gentlemen. So find you a good healthy church, a good healthy church, not just a church, and uh, and a gospel preaching church. Gospel man, listen, gospel Bible but, preaching church. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing, bro. That's the that's the part that we gotta we have to realize. Is we no one needs more church services? We were having this conversation about one of our college groups that we have here in the church. Oh, let's go there. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were talking about, and I wasn't at the meeting, but you were, and you you're very influential with that group. That's kind of like yeah, yeah. I helped kind of so, help them so get launched. So Justin's very influential in that group. Shout out to all you guys, Connect Pensacola. You guys are phenomenal. Um, my man Jawan, which big news coming up for Jawan soon. Let, we'll talk about that later. Big news, uh, but. So even with Connect Pensacola, you know, they were getting together and trying to figure out what it needed to look like. And you can tell the story better than I can. So why don't you tell? Yeah. So, so uh, just, just quick context. We had some new girls started to come to our church that just moved to Pensacola, um, started nursing school. One of the girls found us on, uh, on Google and came a Sunday. And then the next week, um, they're walking out of class, her and another girl. And they, I don't know one of, they were just all a group kind of talking, leaving class. And uh, the girl said, you know, I'm, I'm, I go. I want to find a, good, a church to go to here now that I'm in Pensacola. And the other girl said, "Oh, I went last week to Transformation Church here, here in town." And they came together and they, they started coming a few weeks. Sweet. Um, it was really cool. So, in, anyways, they after uh, I don't know three four weeks of coming, if that long, they stopped me on a Sunday. Uh, one of the girls did, and she was telling me about what she had done in Jacksonville. She was used to be at University of uh, North Florida. Okay. Um, wait, is that right? North Florida. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. She was in Jacksonville. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so she was, in, she was telling me about this college ministry there, whatever, whatever, wanted to do something here in Pensacola, and uh, she felt like God was kind of leading her to start something since the campus at UWF was kind of, you know, there's a 
a couple Christian ministries, but nah, I don't say they're not doing anything. Cause that if they're if you're a part of that and you're listening, I don't know if that's completely accurate. Yeah, they're, um, they're not as big as they once were. Yes, in yeah. both aspects, right? So she wanted to kind of start something. She felt led, and then so she asked me for help, and then um, we kind of met, met up her, and she started a leadership. You know, I didn't pick a uh, kind of a leadership team, a core group of them that was going to start it. So. Um, where are we going with this story? Oh, the, the services. Yeah, the, the services. Yeah, so in the first uh, kind of meeting, the meeting turned into, you know, we got to find um, someone to lead worship. We got to find someone who can come and be the speaker or find several people to lead worship, several speakers that can rotate. Sounds exhausting. Uh, and all these things. And, um, you know, they were what they were doing was planning a, a service, uh, a weekly service. And my, my uh, encouragement and kind of guiding for them was like, hey, how about don't don't necessarily do that um you know because what they had also done is started they, she was calling them a life group but essentially they were having like a weekly bible study right with people from right. their their nursing cohort at school and she started with like four four girls showed up for a bible study and like within a couple of weeks it was like 15 18 girls there yeah yeah, really yeah. cool and i told her i was like focus on that yeah and then I, I told her i said they don't need another they don't need a church a service the college campus doesn't need that you know there's a couple churches within five minutes of the UWF campus, if they want to go to a service there, they can go to a service. Uh, what they need is community. We have to provide them. We, I say we, they, as that group have to provide something the college kids aren't getting and a church service isn't necessarily it. It's community. It's being able to, to get real with someone, to have some accountability, you know, um, a place to kind of walk out your faith with other believers in a secular environment, you know, that, that type of thing. And, um, they went that route, and it's really been it's really been um, cool to see that kind of growing. And you know, they meet once a week, and they they still do their Bible study life group type things. And then Thursday night, they kind of get everybody together. But it's more of a it's not a service; it's more of a big it's kind of several small groups come together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what a thought! And it was cool because the very first meeting they had, they were unsure of how many people were going to show up, and I was there. And before, you know, Ellie is the is the leader. She was kind of like, "Man, I don't I don't know how many people to expect tonight." And I was like, "No matter how many people come, don't be discouraged. Be encouraged. It's your first time. Yeah. You know, the weather was." Uh, was, not that good. was not that good yep. uh, and all those all those things I, I guess I was kind of anticipating not that many people and I don't know why and then people just started yeah, walking 30 in. people in there yeah, we had 30 people and they were like football players on the UW football team and all that one of the leaders Huge. Willie is on the team but yeah um, one of the the offensive coordinator for the for the whole football team was he showed up because he heard his guys were coming and that's phenomenal um, it was awesome yeah but it man it, another service is not what people need yeah yeah I mean yeah, and let's not kid ourselves you know, we've had, I mean, think about the last generation. Think about my generation, right? Grew up in church, took a hiatus in my teen years uh, where I was not as interested in church. But even still, man, think about it. How many world changers has our, that way of church service produced? Bro, you've been sne- peeking on my Twitter from about a year ago. I know we talked about it quite yeah. a bit. It's like, you know what I'm saying? That model of church did not produce very many world changers. Nah. Not you know, in America. Yeah, where we need we need church service after church service. After, you know, if, in fact, it made people stop going to church when they moved out of their parents' house. All right, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna test the waters here again, coming in hot. <laughs> I know more people because a lot of people think what we need is more altar time. We need more church services. We need more altar experiences. I can count more than more than both hands and both feet, fingers and toes. I can count more people that were in altars crying that ain't nowhere near church nowadays. 
but mm-hmm. the percentage is drastically lower of people that were in small groups and plugged into their purpose in their church that are still active today. I know a lot of people that spend a lot of hours on a lot of altars crying ain't nothing close to the Lord right now. And you can't argue that. But I like, uh, don't at me. But the, but, the, <laughs> but the ones that were in small groups and that were connected to connected to the body yeah. through serving are still in the church today. So you can say what you want, but at the end of the day, the church don't need more altar experiences. They need more community yeah. and, and, and those, genuine Jesus experience. And that's not to say that's not important. No, I'm just saying we don't we don't need. It's not all that. Right. We don't yeah. need all you, that. You know how many people I saw crying at altar every week? Right. I was like. At, yeah. And God knows where they're at right now. <laughs> not at that church. You know, so it's like, or man. a church. Yeah, but that that's the thing, and then and then you know, as a generational thing, like you kind of brought that up, you know, it's just it's just different. These yeah. these it's the community aspect. It's a very much a biblical model of church too. You yeah, know, the new the, the New Testament church, like Acts, is like man, they yeah, there's just something to it. And now let me let me also say that I don't not appreciate the moments I had in the altar. I do need to say that. That I've had plenty of I'm just saying we don't need ten ten of those a week. We need ten small groups a week and or, those as often as God chooses. Here's the deal. I think though, even if you had ten a week, one, if they were legitimate altar experiences. Sure. But what about when the person gets up off their knees and goes back to their seat? That's yeah. where the failure has happened. And that was what I was that was what I was getting at is I was gonna say not only not it, it, those have been powerful moments, but here's the reality is most churches, I'm not gonna say all, because I don't know all of them, most churches where they spend an hour crying on the carpet. Every, you know, three times a week or whatever again not against it just saying making making observations they're not impactful in the world they live in but they cry like they need more holy ghost church altar experiences which aren't bad but they got no worldly impact outside of that altar if god was really doing all that to you at that altar you'd be changing your job your community your neighborhood your school you'd be seeing people come to jesus because the passion and the light in you would outshine the darkness in them like if there's nothing changing in your world but you keep having these experiences maybe it's just you having emotional experiences more so than god showing up on your behalf that day Mm. when god shows up things change that's all i'm saying mic drop i'm out so <laughs> when God well, shows up, the, things change. Just, well, yeah, be, and that's something you you that's irrefutable. You can't right. argue that. Fact. That's just like healthy things grow. Yeah, can't argue that. Healthy things grow. Healthy things grow. Um, you, you know, period. End of discussion. End of discussion. You know, so uh, now that doesn't that doesn't mean that um, I think there are times and seasons where. You, you know, if, yeah. if there's if there's five, doesn't mean if it's not growth, it's not healthy all the necessarily. Correct, right. correct. I know but, what you're getting. At. But but healthy things grow. Correct. And, you know, so like as a as a church leader, I I can't argue with that. You know, if if, right. if we at our church in five years we had uh, five years of consistent decline, yeah. it's unhealthy. Assessment. Pe- period. End of discussion. Yeah, you can love uh, you can love what you do as much as you want. Yeah. But it's not healthy. P- period. In the discussion. Yeah, it's uh, not healthy. But yeah, when God, yeah, yeah, what you said is right. I mean, when God, when God's doing something, things, things change. Things, things change. Things That's happen. It. Uh, so all that to say, it ain't about service. Services are important. Services are important. I'm not undermining. It. I'm the lead pastor of this church. You can bet your life 
that I know that church service, church attendance, do not forsake the assembling. Like I, I am 100%. I'm saying yeah, we don't I love need, church. We don't need more of those each week. What we need is something to come alongside those to be what the book of Acts introduced to us. They were eating at each other's tables when the church grew in numbers daily. Mm-hmm. They were meeting in each other's living rooms when the church grew in numbers daily. They were they, they didn't have more temple services. They were meeting at the homes, and that's what we're talking about right now. I'm not saying gathering less is the thing. I'm just saying that it's, it's about a different environment. It's actually probably gathering more. It just is. Just differently. Just differently. You I know? agree. Totally. Totally. You know? And that's the hard part is like it offers community, which what does that mean? It, it offers like, um, you know, where there's accountability. You know, Facts. Some of those people that have a weekly – those weekly cry sessions at an altar, man, it may not have to be like that if there was just another Christian that came alongside them Come during on. the week and helped disciple them or help walk them through. Like maybe you're crying because you have a, uh, this, what, whatever, maybe it's a sin. You're begging God to yeah, forgive yeah, me yeah. and help remove this, like this thorn in my, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, the thorn. Totally, of, it's 100%. like, but man, but no one comes alongside you on a, Tuesday night or Wednesday night to even check in on you like Say you know that. what I'm saying like that's the, that's the failure that the church as a whole yeah. has or maybe, has experienced or maybe it's not you maybe it's maybe it's your spouse right something. maybe something's happening your spouse is buck wild they're losing their mind and you just need someone to come alongside you and help pray for that person and all and that's what mm-hmm. you're crying you know what I'm saying like whatever they, yeah yeah so it's you know what I mean when you, listen Jesus Jesus came for our salvation and our eternity but he gave us the body. He gave us the church for ministry um, and for community. And so, man, we need to lean into that. So, so, so important, man. Such a, such and, a big deal. And to, to the listeners out there that are part of a church, it is not your pastor's job to do the ministry, all the ministry in the church. <laughs> it, that is not his, not his role. Job. That's not his calling. That's not his job. Yeah. His, you know, the, at all. No. Yeah, absolutely. Man, it's okay for him to do some ministry. Yeah. Because we all do ministry. We do ministry. But, but man, the, the 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 body does the ministry. It's the pastor's job actually to, to equip, equip them the to do the ministry right. and to build them up as leaders and to dis- help what disciple. A, what a thought. And all those things. So uh, don't don't let them be the pastor, the only one, you know, that's uh, hospital visits or, or doing ministry, man. Hop in there. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, God, God's, got something, God's got something he's plugging us all into. And that's why we're so amped up about AMC, man. The right people, the right seat on the bus. Everyone's grinding right now and just, man, serving the kingdom in such a way. We're going to see a lot of lives change on through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, of course. And through the gospel. It's yes, not sir. our efforts. You know what I mean? We're just, we're just uh, the vessels that the Holy Spirit is going to use to reach lost people. But uh, so not to ever be, not to ever twist that. Cause we ain't, no. we ain't that we're just here. We're here to serve the kingdom. Um, and yeah, uh, well, I mean, we're willing. Yeah. 100%. And, and, and I think we are the type of church that we, because we talk so much about spiritual gifts and teach it, yeah. you know, we're off, we're, we're also confident and comfortable in that. Come on. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. and the Lord uses that. You're right. You're so right. There, so there you go. 
Listen, guys, we appreciate y'all tuning in. It's an easy one today. Um, we're getting ready for AMC. So Justin and I are going to go back to work. we got a million things to do over the next four days, but we can't wait to see you guys. I do want to let some of you know, if you're outside of the city, watcher slash listener. Listening's not going to change much. Podcasts will be available. You'll hear these drop. It'll be easy. Um, so you can keep tuning in. Karen will give you some of them details on the way out. But for those of you that watch us online, some of that will be changing in the weeks to come, maybe even as early as this Sunday. So we want to let you know uh, some of the times will be changing. So if you jump on with us, uh, pay attention to our Facebook page. So please make sure that you are liking and following us on Facebook because a lot of things are changing with this AMC move. And we want you guys to be able to see us, stay up to date with what's happening, keep track, all that good stuff. So make sure that you've liked and that you follow us on Facebook. Um, so many things popping. Uh, so we just want, we want you guys to be able to stay connected. We love each one of you guys out there. No so. doubt. All right. So Justin, where can they find info on us? You can find us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. All right, guys. Listen, we love you. Uh, next time, next week. Next week. We'll be talking about how AMC went. So say a prayer for us this week. Uh, lift up some prayer and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. We love you. We'll see you next week for another week, another sermon, another follow podcast. Later. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.